welcome to Enterprising, a podcast from Enterprise Bank and Trust that's empowering business leaders, one conversation at a time. We'll hear from different business leaders about how they've found success in cultivating their professional networks and keeping them healthy and strong. I'm your host, Alana Mueller, an entrepreneurial executive leader whose primary focus is to connect, inspire, and empower community. We at Enterprise Bank and Trust thank you for tuning in to another episode. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Enterprising Podcast. Today, meet Jay Grossman, a seasoned automotive expert with over 26 years of industry mastery. Formerly a top-tier salesperson at a renowned dealership, Jay's prowess led him to become a trusted automotive advisor on two St. Louis-based news stations, Fox 2 and CBS 4. As the charismatic host of the Auto Authorities podcast and even a Shark Tank auditionee, Jay's passion for innovation shines. He channeled his drive into founding iAuto Agent, a trailblazing venture that's reshaping car buying by prioritizing transparency and consumer satisfaction. Jay Grossman, welcome to Enterprising Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. So to my understanding, you have created a real estate agent for cars, right? I did. I did. So That's what cool. they told me. <laughs> well, so cool. I want you to tell us more about iAuto Agent. And I know there's another side to your business called Done For You Fleet Management. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about both companies. Absolutely. So in 2015, I made a huge jump from a very, very comfortable sales position where I was in the top 1% until somebody higher up than me decided to change the compensation plan. And I had this great idea that we could actually make the car buying experience and the selling experience a pleasurable experience and something that benefited the consumer. Because we all know when you go to buy a vehicle, it only benefits the dealer and the consumer just doesn't have an advocate. So I wanted to create something similar to a real estate agent for homes, but for cars. So cool and so useful. I mean, I can tell you whenever I've had to go purchase a car, I have to sort of gird my loins <laughs> and head over and I'm always worried about it and I never am in a good mood. And I know it's just incredibly stressful. And the only time that I ever had any, I don't know, I guess any leverage is when some family members and I all sort of banded together and we bought three cars at once. Yeah, isn't that terrible that it has to be that way? And truly, because of the connections we have when we work with the dealerships now and the dealership play by our terms. And there's a lot of good people in the car business. There really are. They're few and far between, but there really are. And that's who we choose to deal with. And we go in as advocates, really like wearing the cape, you know, Alana, like putting a cape on and saying, hey, we're here to save the day for you. Love it. Okay, so that is for the individual auto purchaser, the consumer. Talk about the other side of your business, which I think is closer to like a B2B model. So the Done For You Fleet Management Program, what is that? Yeah, so the Done For You Fleet Management Program, because I'm a business owner and we're almost nine years into this, I've really understood very, very clearly how valuable my time was. So now what we have done is we've developed a program for those busy business owners that own these fleet vehicles, they're being pulled in multiple directions and they're having to sell and buy the vehicles. And most of the time they're responsible for it. And what we find is they can't 
dot all the I's and cross all the T's and look at all the minuscule things that really make an impact in their business. So we act as a strategic partner for those businesses where we handle the buying of the vehicles, the selling of vehicles at maximum dollar, and we handle all those tedious non-revenue generating tasks. So we handle the maintenance for them. So the oil changes and the tire rotations. We even go to the DMV for them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hugely valuable, hugely valuable. Well, I have to say, I'm especially impressed with the way that you and I, Auto Agent, have expanded the pie essentially for your clients in terms of, as you describe, eliminating the hassles and liberating them from non revenue producing tasks. So I suspect that in order to get all this done and to sort of get your clients to say yes, you have establish trust with them in a way that's very unique. Talk a little bit, I guess, in essence, how you have been able to manage your network, how you've sort of established those relationships and then cultivated them. Yes. So somebody told me a long time ago is when I was in the car business that they said, establish your own book of business. Don't depend on the dealership. So from 1996, when I first got in the business, all the way to today, I've developed a list of clients. And those list of clients are people that I've done business with, they know, like, and they trust me. And that's been so key to building iAutoAgent because we don't do any advertising. When you actually do what you say you're going to do, hence the I and iAutoAgent stands for integrity, people will come back to you when you actually do what you say you're going to do. And it's one of my big, big mantras and core values. Yeah. I love that you not only state that, that it's kind of part of your name and frankly, part of your mission and that you're living by that. And, you know, we all say that we do that, but the fact that you've been able to build such a robust business, I think is testament to that. So in terms of the business itself, what's something that you're working on professionally that you're particularly proud of? And who are some of the key players involved in that effort? Wow. So let's talk about the Done For You Fleet Management Program because I hit a wall about five months ago. We were doing really, really well with our individual side. And I'm part of the entrepreneurs organization. It's a worldwide organization. I'm on the board. And we have these accountability groups. And I basically had a fire lint under my butt because I've been saying I've wanted to do fleet for a long, long time. And we've been doing fleet since 2015. So don't get me wrong. We were doing fleet about 5% and 95% individual. And things have changed in this world, if anybody hasn't noticed. And it's really, really hurt us from a revenue standpoint on the individual side. So one of my mentors, coaches said, hey, you need to be in fleet like now. And then another one of my coaches, who's like more of a sales coach, said, hey, listen, you need to be in fleet now. So we did a major pivot from 95% individual to 5% fleet to 95% fleet, 5% individual about five months ago. And it's about having those coaches and mentors because they can see things you can't. Yeah. I mean, so first of all, the fact that you are surrounding yourself with personal advisors, professional advisors, I think is really critical. And it's almost like they delivered to you or the universe delivered to you not only that guidance and advice, 
and really the frank talk, but at a time when you needed it. What was it that even led them to have that conversation with you? Well, part of our accountability group, it's a very, very like secret, like you don't tell anything to anybody outside the room. It's a, there's NDAs and all these different things. So we talked about some very, very private things and the revenue was just not where it needed to be. And the revenue just pretty much hit a wall in 22 and in 23. And they said, listen, you know, you have to get this done. You can figure this out. And I have like, we've been doing a lot of these things as like one-offs, like we'll sell a car, we'll help people buy cars, you know, we'll do some extra things for these businesses. But by putting this under one umbrella and packaging it where it's a reoccurring revenue now for iAutoAgent, it has been life-changing for us, not just for the company, but me personally and professionally, because knowing what we're doing for these business owners, I know what it feels like when you've got a million people pulling you in different directions. You don't have time to look at, oh, well, maybe I'm selling the car at the right time. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. And then I ask them, well, how do you determine when to sell a fleet vehicle? And you know what they say? They wing it. They wing it when it feels right, I guess, right? <laughs> they'll, when it feels right. They'll know it when they see it. <laughs> that doesn't quite work, right? It doesn't. And the ones that really understand their time, they get this. They understand that their business is their business and doing these other minuscule tasks that really could cost them in their business by doing them themselves is really going to cost them if they continue to doing these things themselves. Yeah. I want to sort of key in on something that you brought up, a slightly different topic, though, and that is your participation in Entrepreneurs Organization, or EO, as a lot of people know it. Sometimes people hear about what I call these networks or almost like a secret society. And with Vegas rules, as you described, you know, what is said in the room stays in the room. How did you get involved with EO? And have you always been involved in different networking groups? Or what are some ways that you would recommend to others to get involved in different kinds of organizations that are appropriate for them and their industries? Well, that's a good question. So believe it or not, the way that I got an EO, and I knew I wanted to be an EOA, but you have to qualify from a revenue standpoint to get in there. And I didn't quite qualify. And I was in this exercise class and it was called CrossFit. And I was literally talking to somebody because I talked to everybody. And I was like, I found out that he was in this organization. And I'm like, man, I would love to be in this. He goes, well, what's your revenue? I'm like, well, I'm a few thousand away from you know what I need to be. He goes, let me talk to him. And it turns out that he was able to get me in in 2019. Amazing. When I got in in 2000, I literally, between 2019 and 2021, I almost doubled my revenue within two years. It's because I got involved with an organization that there's no ulterior motives. They are all there to help you. And it's what I needed. And I recommend for anybody to really look into it. They can even call me and I can even give them some information, whatever. But there's other organizations like SCORE that I went to. I didn't have a great experience with it. It's kind of hit or miss. But actually, one of my coaches actually is a SCORE coach. And I was just actually, he just wrote a book. And I was in his book. My story was in his book. And that's how we connected. Love that. So it's all through networking. And so the other thing is too, if you have a business, get into some of these other networking groups. Like there's not any like that I absolutely like you have to do. There's all kinds of ones out there, but these groups, there's 20 and 30 people. 
you stand up and say what you do for about 30 seconds, but it's the one-on-one meetings that really, really build that trust. So people don't ever do business with you until they know they like and they trust you. And that is something that takes time and it's not a sprint. It is a marathon when it comes to networking. Well, and essentially what I think you're talking about is showing up, right? You show up, you attend, you put yourself out there. And then frankly, even the way you're describing how you have the conversations with your peer group, with your advisors, it's you're allowing yourself the vulnerability. You're opening yourself up to others. Is that difficult for you or is that something that came easily? It's easy for me. It's crazy because my mom has always told me, you know, you trust everybody, Jay. And truly, I've gotten burned a lot. You know, when I say that these people don't have ulterior motives, people have tried to come in the company and literally take the company from me. So it was my mission to get with somebody, a company or an organization that does not have any ulterior motives. Now, that's not saying if you go to a networking organization that that's going to be the case, but I wear my heart on my sleeve and I think people see that, which makes me vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. If you have your guard up at all times, the most beautiful things come to you when you do and when you can actually show someone you're a human and that you're not a perfect person and that, yes, you have the same problems as them. That's where those connections really, really come. And sometimes it's not business. It's, hey, how do I get my 220 pound paperweight out of my basement, my 21 year old? You know, it's like, oh, I've got one of those too. And then you make those connections and you find out whether if you're in St. Louis, where did you go to school is always the question everybody wants to know. And so, but hopefully that answers your question in a yeah. roundabout way. Yeah, no, super, super useful. Shifting gears just slightly, what's the best piece of business advice you've received? The best piece of advice. I would really say, okay, going back into my entrepreneurs group and my accountability group, I had somebody in my company that she was with me for a year and a half. And she was, I thought was incredible. And then I started seeing these red flags. And he said to me, Jay, document every one of your processes. So even a monkey can do it. I mean, Mm. anybody, a three-year-old can do your processes so, so well. And when he told me that, I really took it to heart and I started documenting things. And sure enough, my red flags were right. She wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing and left me with an absolute mess. And so through the documentation of the processes, were you able to clean up what had been broken? And did that make it a little bit more seamless in terms of turning things around? It did. So the red flags were going up way too many times and I wasn't recognizing them. So by the time I recognized the red flags and recognized she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing, I literally did not have everything documented. But what I did was I got in a mindset and I said, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to go back to Jay being the admin from Jay being the CEO. So I put that hat on and truly the lady that I have right now, Jamie, who's been with me for two and a half years now, When she came in, she says, I've never seen something so documented and so easy to plug in. And when you do that, number one, that stress level goes way down. And then we use this word trust. She really trusts and has the safety feeling coming into iAuto Agent like, hey, they know what they're doing. Because I had to take over that job for three months when she left until I found Jamie. Well, and that makes sense. And kind of what you're describing is... What all entrepreneurs know and anybody who's thinking about entrepreneurship needs to know, and that is that you're often wearing multiple hats, right? This is the child that never totally grows up. 
right? It really is. And truly, my goal is, is every month I try to push something off my plate that I shouldn't be doing. I surround myself. I do what I do best and let everybody else do the rest. And truly, that's another one of my mantras. And that's why this done for you fleet management program, everybody should practice that. But business owners, they get this control factor and they want to do everything themselves. Now, granted, sometimes you don't have a choice, but sometimes you do have a choice. No, that makes really good sense. Well, as we start to wrap up here, one of the questions that I ask every guest, and I'm now prepared to ask you the same one, if you could meet with any person, any one person, who would you want to meet and why? Let's say you're going to go grab a cup of coffee, and I don't care if they're living, not living, fictional or non-fictional. Wow. And it can be anybody? Anybody. I was going to say Les Brown. Because when I was going through some tremendous heartache in 2015, I started programming my mind with his message. If you can look up, you can get up. And I really, truly believe that. And I would love to this day to meet him. And I really, truly believe I will meet him. I want him to know what he's done for me personally and professionally. He was just amazing. And he doesn't even know. Well, what a cool answer. I haven't gotten that one yet. And I'll tell you, maybe he listens to Enterprising Podcast and now he knows. I'll send it to him. I hope so. I hope you will. Well, Jay Grossman, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on Enterprising Podcast. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and about iAutoAgent? Yeah, just simply our website, I like integrity, autoagent.com. That's iAutoAgent.com. Or you can watch my podcast, The Auto Authorities on YouTube. Terrific. Jay Grossman, thanks for being on Enterprising Podcast. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for joining us this week on Enterprising. Be sure to visit our website, enterprisebank.com slash podcast to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. If you found value in today's program, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or telling a friend about us. Enterprising, powering business leaders, one conversation at a time. The views expressed by enterprising presenters or guests are those of the presenter or guest and not necessarily of Enterprise Bank and Trust or its affiliates. All content of this podcast and any related materials are for informational purposes only. Enterprise Bank and Trust does not make any warranty, express or implied, including warranties of merchantability and fitness for a particular purpose, and specifically disclaims any legal liability or responsibility for the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any information presented. Enterprise Bank and Trust is not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided in this podcast. All statements and opinions are subject to change without notice.